get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Welcome back to the opening drive on 101 ESPN. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500 is coming up August 26th and 27th at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Already the seventh Bomberito Automotive Group 500. And we get a chance to visit with Joseph Newgarden, four-time winner of the race, and Chuck Wallace from Bomberito. And Chuck, uh, first with you, man, seven years has flown by. Yeah, it's hard to believe we've been doing it seven years. It seems like it seems like a long time ago, but it's not. It's Here we are in, in year number seven, and, you know, we're really getting the hang of it. And you, not only do you have the hang of it, but you've made an impact on the St. Louis sports calendar because now it's something that everybody knows about and everybody looks forward to. Yeah, it's pretty neat. This year, for the first time, it's going to be NBC broadcast. It's no longer going to be NBC, NBC sports, so they said we're going to pick up about 2 million viewers. And uh, Joseph Newgarden, you look at the, the list of winners, and uh, there's Joseph Newgarden four different times. Why have you been able to succeed at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway so much? Well, it's a good question. I like everywhere we go, though. You know, this has been a great track for us. It's a short oval. Uh, it's kind of like a mini Indy 500, if you will. Not very far away. We're only four four hours kind of, um, uh, what are we, southwest. So, you know, it, it's a great hub for us, a great track, really fun to drive, takes a ton of commitment. And a track that requires that, where you've got to commit to not only the driving, um, you know, and feel confident in the car, but the way you make moves, I think we excel at those type of tracks. So that's probably why it's in our wheelhouse. And you, you talk about being a, a mini uh, Indy 500. Well, you won the Maxi Indy 500. That's a, a pretty cool thing. Have you achieved, and here you are, you're a young man, have you kind of achieved your racing dreams already in terms of winning races? I try not to think of it that way. You know, it, it, I think you could rest on it and say, hey, we've got a couple championships, we won the Indy 500, like, you know, we're all set, we're all good. Um, it's the same thing when you win the 500 during the year. A lot of people rest on it and they say, it's a good year regardless. And it's just the, not the mentality that I like to to operate in. Um, I'm always trying to, to, to move forward and figure out, you know, what, what is the next one? What's the next challenge? What's the next on the list? And, and for us, it's this race coming up, you know, coming back to Worldwide Technology Raceway, uh, you know, we're excited to try and win another one. You've got that mark on your back. You win four here and, and people, they just assume you're going to show up and be good. And, and so I try and not get complacent in the sport. I don't want to assume we're going to show up and we should be good somewhere. Um, it's really the places where we've not had success that keep me up. And I say, okay, how are we going to turn this around? Um, but I'm still trying to stay vigilant around a, around a pace like this that we feel like we're so good at. For both of you guys, the fan experience is always something that sticks out to me, and it seems like you guys always elevate every single year. What can fans expect when they come out to the Bomberito Automotive Group 500? Well, first, it's a very uh, family-friendly situation, and Curtis, Francois, and the track have done a great job. They've opened up a, a new fan zone, an area where you almost everybody can go. You don't have to be a, have a sweet ticket or anything, but uh, it's like a fan walk. You can get up close and personal with the drivers. Unlike so many other sports, stick and ball, they, those guys go through a tunnel, okay? They go on the field, you might see them, you might not see them, but you can get up close and personal with Joseph and owners and drivers and, you know, be right there and right there in the mix with the kids. And Joseph, just for you having been here, just that fan experience, do you actually notice the fans? And what is that like for you having that one-on-one -on -one interactions with them? No, it's a great point. It really is what I think separates our our sport, particularly in motorsports, you know, even if you look at other forms of it, I don't think there's, you know, anywhere near the access that you get um, that you're going to see in IndyCar. You know, for us, it's it's front and center with the fans. I mean, they are they can literally walk up, 
you know, see the way the crews are operating, you know, see what we're doing right before we get into the car, et cetera. So it's very inclusive. Um, you know, it's tough for us sometimes. I, I got to be honest, you know, you're an athlete out there just trying to, you know, I'm focused in on the race and what I'm going to be doing. But I do love that, you know, as a fan, if you if you enjoy the sport, you can have that intimate setting with the drivers. So it's a unique dynamic. It's one I'm, I'm pretty used to at this point, um, but you got to thrive in it. Joseph, uh, when do you feel like the car is going fast? At what threshold do you think, wow, we're really moving here? It's funny with an Indy car, you know, if you're running 100 miles an hour in an Indy car, it feels like you're standing still. It feels like the thing's not even operating. Uh, it's crazy. You're, you're asking the pace car to, to speed up because you're not moving. Um, so that's just, you know, just an example. 100 miles an hour, that's nothing. But it does pick up, you know, it, it's all dependent on the track, you know, at, at this racetrack, we're going to be doing, you know, upwards of 200 miles per hour and qualifying. Um, and that's pretty quick on, on just over a mile for a racetrack. This is a small track. This is not, you know, some huge speedway. And so to be able to do those speeds with Indy cars is really impressive. And that's why I talk about the commitment that you need at this track. So, you know, once you start creeping up to that 200 mile per hour point, it's, uh, it definitely, it gets your attention. Chuck, what is your favorite part of the weekend? The race, I yeah, mean, you know, finally coming. There's so together. much preparation leading up to it. You know, it's 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 everybody's everybody's. It's all hands on deck. The track's working hard. We're working hard. Everybody's promoting it. You know, Joseph comes in to help us. Uh, but you know, it, it it goes so fast. I think that's that's the killer. I mean, once you say start your engines, it's like, you know. It, it's it's something. It's it's a lot of fun. He's talking about the track. What's interesting about this track? It's like an egg shaped track. Right. It's not. All corners aren't different. I'm not a race car driver, but it's got to be different to be going through one and two than three and four. And is it you have to make those changes? Is there ever any difficulty though, especially when in those short turns? Oh, very much so. You know, it's a great point. It's uh, they're they're different corners on each end. You know, some people think with oval racing that it's really simple and that you're just turning left, and and it couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, it is incredibly difficult to drive these cars on the limit every single lap. I mean, if you want to be fast and you want to win the race, you have to be on the limit. And not over it, not under it, you got to be right on it. Um, and so you're adjusting every single lap in the race. You know, 3-4 is a lot lot more open. It's very wide open uh, on the throttle. 1 and 2, you're actually braking a little bit because it's much tighter. Um, so just trying to keep the corner speeds up is really important. And then, like I said, being aggressive at this track is what pays dividends. And so when you're watching as a fan, you know, it's to me, it's exciting to see an IndyCar race where people have to be aggressive to succeed. Um, so that's what makes this this place pretty exciting. We love rivalries. And as I look at IndyCar, I see your name in the last few years and Will Power's name. Can you categorize what the, what the relationship is? Is there a rivalry between the Joseph Newgarden team and the Will Power team? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, not really. Um, you know, Will's my he's my teammate mm-hmm. and we're that's the tough thing about IndyCar too. You know, you're you're racing against your teammates and it's a different dynamic than let's just say football where, you know, when you're when you're right next to your teammate, you know, you're pulling for each other as best as possible. So I, I have to walk that tightrope with with a person like Will who's literally in my team. But at the end of the day, you know, we're we're working together to try and, you know, get a good result for the team, but once we're on the track for the race, it's kind of all bets are off. It's, it's you know, I want to succeed, he wants to succeed. And so we're teammates until the very end. And then when it's when it's go time and it's for the race, you know, it's every man for himself, which is a weird dynamic to, to follow. Yeah. Chuck Wallace from the Bomberito Automotive Group. How much has the association with the race meant to the Bomberito Automotive Group? Oh, it's meant everything. I mean, it was one of the best decisions we've made. Um, we did it because of the love of motorsports, and we wanted to give back to the city, do something nice, and... Um, 
we feel good that we helped bring it back, and we feel that uh, the success we've all had with IndyCar helped get helped get NASCAR, helped get some other things here. But no, it's 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 meant a lot to us. I mean, you know, we we've been recognized for it. We appreciate it. It's helped us sell cars all across the country. I mean, the the racing community is just amazing. You know, the very loyal fans, very loyal people, the race teams, the people that own these teams, the drivers, everybody's, they're just so solid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're so easy to get to, they're so easy to talk to, and, you know, it's 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 been wonderful for me personally. You know, I helped bring it, I helped get John into it. Um, I've been going to the Indy 500 since 1978, I've only missed three. I was there for COVID, I was there during the COVID oh. one. And uh, so, I, I love it. And then to be associated with it at this level, as a, from a kid that dr- was dreaming about it, it's very, very special. And okay. if you've never been to an IndyCar race, 200 miles an hour between two walls. So mm-hmm. You can't explain it on TV. <laughs> you got to smell it. You got to feel it. And these guys can't touch. You know, right. you can rub on you can rub on some other sports. You can yeah. you can rub metal, but not here. And you can get tickets at wwtraceway.com. And that brings to me a point, uh, Joseph, because you were here on the ground floor of this race too. What's it been like for you to see this race kind of grow up? I love it. You know, it's for me. It's um, I don't want to say it's a favorite because I, I try not to have favorites. I, I love everywhere we, that we go. I want to succeed at every track, but there's no doubt it's been a very special place for us in IndyCar. I, you know, I think it is a great introduction if you've never seen an IndyCar race. You know, when you're up close and personal and there in person, it, it's just it hits very differently. Um, and if you've never seen it, I think you have to give it a chance. But it, it is for sure one of the top tracks that we get to race at. So I'm excited that we're we're here again. And finally, one thing that I always like to ask drivers. When you get out on a highway, what's it like for you? You mentioned that going 100 miles an hour in an Indy's car, Indy car is not moving. You get out on a highway. Is it easy for you to get to 85, 90 and not even think about it? Or do you really abide by the rules of the road in your regular car? You know, it's more the driving standards that stick out. You know, it's it's not even so much, oh, this bit, why can't I go quicker? It's it's more, what is everybody doing out here? Like, how, how did this many people... How did they pass a, a driving test? I just it doesn't compute to me. That's what that's what really gets to me when I'm driving on the road. Well, hey, it's great to meet you. Great to have you here in St. Louis, and uh, congratulations on the win so far and your dominance here at the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Good luck uh, this time too. Thank you, Joseph Newgarden and Chuck Wallace. Thanks for your partnership and what the Bomberito Automotive Group does for St. Louis. We really do appreciate it. Thank you very much, Joseph Newgarden, driver and four-time champ at the. Bomberito Automotive Group 500, and of course, uh, Chuck Wallace from the Bomberito Automotive Group. Again, the race, the 26th and 27th. Tickets at www.raceway.com. More coming up on the opening drive after this on 101 ESPN.